Welcome to Food Talk for Health, because you really are what you eat. Here is your host, Tony King. My guest today is Dr. Michael Greger, and today we're talking about the brand new book, How Not to Age. Thanks for joining me, Dr. Greger. So happy to be here. You've been at this quite a while, being a New York Times bestselling author, a doctor who's been doing a lot of research on how we can keep our health. Tell us about this particular book, How Not to Age. Oh, well, you know, it was really just to, you know, cut through the noise and nonsense, uh, you know, reminded me of my last book on weight loss, you know, both dieting and anti-aging are, you know, multi-billion dollar industries. And you know, with so much money in the mix, you know, people seeking even, you know, basic practical advice in either arena, you know, living lighter or longer, uh, is faced with just kind of an inscrutable barrage of pills and potions. And uh, I mean, even as a physician, I, you know, with the luxury of wading deep into the medical journals, it's been a challenge to tease out the, you know, facts from farce. And look, if it took me three years to wade through all the science, you know, I'm afraid the casual observer would just have, you know, no chance. But the good news is, as it turns out, we have tremendous power over our health, destiny, and longevity, and that the vast majority of premature death and disability is preventable with a healthy enough diet and lifestyle. Doesn't that make you feel so good? Uh, the media sometimes just barrages us with so much of, take this pill and it will work. Uh, and and as your book uh, relates to that, that you really did want to dig through all of that nonsense to get us with the right facts and maybe maybe an easier way to think about aging comfortably. Yeah, yeah. My aim was really to create kind of the most comprehensive anti-aging book ever written, containing you know every possible strategy for slowing down the aging process for the you know longest, healthiest life based on the best available balance of evidence. But do you ever get that question of how does that really work? How can this really happen and help us not age? Well, you know, based on studies of identical twins, only about 25% of the difference in lifespan between people is due to genetics. And so, you know, for what to do over the majority over which we may have some control, we can look to the blue zones, for example, areas of exceptional longevity around the world, where in addition to lifestyle factors such as you know, movement and stress reduction, social connection, they center their diets around whole plant foods, so minimizing processed foods, meat, dairy, sugar, eggs, and salt, while maximizing fruits and vegetables, whole grains, legumes, beans, split peas, chickpeas, and lentils, you know, uh, mushrooms, nuts and seeds, herbs and spices, basically real food that grows out of the ground. These are our healthiest choices. That is the key, isn't it? Diet. Tell me your thoughts about adding meat and fish into our diets as compared to a vegetarian diet. So uh, so they, uh, based on more than 150 dietary surveys in the Blue Zones, the Blue Zones organization uh, came up with a list of 10 food guidelines. And number one uh, of, the, of the, the, the foundational food guidelines for the Blue Zones is to eat at least 95% plant-based. Um, in terms of lifespan, eating a burger appears to cut one's life as short as smoking two cigarettes. So if it wouldn't even occur to us to light up before and after lunch, maybe we should choose the bean burrito instead. In digging into your book, I want to talk a little bit about the AMPK. Oh, Tell yeah. me about that. Yeah. So yeah, AMPK is... Um, it's kind of the uh, is one of the aging pathways, one of the anti-aging pathways that we want to boost. 
the discovery of this anti-aging enzyme is considered really one of the most important biomedical breakthroughs over the last few decades. It's an energy sensor. So it's activated when we uh, eat less or when we move more. Um, so uh, exercise, um, critically important. But there are some uh, foods that can make a difference. Some food components like saturated fat can actually suppress AMPK, whereas others like fiber can boost it. Um, there's also specific AMPK activating compounds in uh, barberries, which is you can get at kind of a Persian Persian uh, spice stores, black cumin, um, another spice you can get in kind of Middle Eastern stores, hibiscus tea, and vinegar. Um, and so uh, these are some of the food components I encourage people to try to fit into their daily routine to boost AMPK to slow aging. I found that whole section very interesting because you tie it into type 2 diabetes. Oh. Tell us about that. Oh, yeah. Well, so, um, uh, you know, um, so metformin, um, which is the kind of first line drug. And, you know, after decades, you'd think that the pharmaceutical with such an epidemic of diabetes, uh, big pharma would come up with a drug that works even better. But no, after decades, still now off patent and dirt cheap, metformin um, uh, is, is the first line therapy. And it is indeed, um, uh, it, uh, that's how it works is by boosting AMPK. In fact, diabetics, um, type 2 diabetics who take metformin actually live longer than non-diabetics. Wow. So it's almost as if getting diabetes was like they won the lottery. Now they have access to this anti-aging drug. Now, uh, I mean, they, I, uh, I I talk about how, um, I mean, some people, so some people actually take metformin, this drug, as, um, uh, as an anti-aging medication, um, but um, it's not clear if it works in people who are not metabolically compromised like someone with diabetes or obesity or a family history of type 2 diabetes. So we instead we know more. Um, uh, it's not something I would I would take unless you had a medical indication for it. Oh, I mean, there have been so many known horrible side effects. You can die of lactic acidosis. It's, it's very rare. But, you know, because it's so commonly prescribed, one of the most commonly prescribed drugs in the world, um, the, the, certainly the deaths can add up. So that's why I really emphasize, even though I do talk about, um, you know, all the anti-aging supplements, all the drugs that are tried, like rapamycin or metformin, I really do come back mostly to diet and lifestyle. Because the nice thing about, you know, eating healthier, moving more, stopping smoking, is that the side effects are good. So you just get like a bonus instead of the baggage you get from some of these pharma pharmacological approaches. So according to the Global Burden of Disease Study, which is the largest systemic study of risk factors in history funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the number one cause of death in the United States is the American diet. Bumping tobacco down to number two, cigarettes only kill about a half million Americans year, every year, whereas our diet kills many more. So that's why really the focus of most of the book Although I do talk about all the lifestyle pillars, um, I really talk about diet. Gold Burden Disease Study determined the five worst things about our diet. Like if you could just do a few things, what would they be? And the worst things about our diet is number one, in terms of shortening our life expectancy, not eating enough legumes like beans. Like that's what we could do um, most importantly. And then not eating enough whole grains. And then three, not eating enough nuts. Four is eating too much meat. And five is drinking too much sugary beverages like soda. But three out of the top five are things we're actually not getting enough of. 
Um, and of course, it doesn't matter what you eat on your birthday, holiday, special occasions. But on a day-to-day -day basis, we really should try to center our diets around natural foods from you know fields, not factories, these unprocessed plant foods. Uh, it sounds like those are the key foods to really keep right up there at the top of the list. Per serving basis, uh, legumes like beans associated with the largest life expectancy uh, thought to be due to the prebiotics that are feeding the good gut flora, like fiber. But actually, on an, so on a, that's on a per-serving basis. On an ounce per ounce basis, nuts are actually associated with the lowest risk of premature death compared to any other food group. Um, so I recommend uh, a palm full, about an ounce of walnuts every day, probably the healthiest nut. Dark green leafy vegetables um, are the vegetable most associated with a longer lifespan. Thought to be due to the nitrates, the vegetable nitrates found that can slow our metabolic rate as if we were caloric restricting. And finally, berries are the fruit most associated with a longer lifespan, thought to be due to these anthocyanin pigments uh, that boost artery, brain, and eye function, uh, though they do get cleared from our bloodstream uh, within about six hours. So I recommend dosing every meal, either with berries, uh, which make a great dessert, or hibiscus tea has those, those bright berry pigments, or there are also savory sources um, of these anthocyanin pigments like uh, purple cabbage, red cabbage, or purple sweet potatoes, um, things that we should try to um, add more of in our meals. Isn't it amazing how if we really pay attention to what we're eating, it can make a huge difference? Yeah. Yeah, I know. People don't underestimate the power of the fork. Right. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, your book is so comprehensive. And the other thing you mentioned in your book that you actually give us links to dig deeper into some of your research. Tell me about that. Yeah, I had to. So the book ended up over 1,200 pages. Um, and unfortunately, the publisher just wouldn't publish it. I was hoping they'd do kind of a two-volume series or something. But there's just too many. End up with 13,000 citations. And it was just, I had no idea that there was so much um, good data out there about longevity these days. Um, and so the question is, well, wait a second. They said, look, you got to cut it down in 600 words. I was like, well, I, I can't cut half. And there's, there's life-saving <laughs> information here. Um, so what I did is took hundreds of thousands of words and converted it into made videos, hundreds of videos specific for the book, and then put uh, and, and so put those videos on online, um, which all went up to today um, on book launch day. Now, all the like the, the bottom line conclusions and recommendations are all self-contained in the book. What I converted into videos is really just kind of the, the doing my homework kind of stuff. Like, so I, you know, say, yes, take this supplement, don't take this supplement. If you want to know why some of that, well, you know, if you really want to go through all the studies, then I got videos about it links throughout the book. Yeah. Some people love nerding out on all that, <laughs> uh, that deep science. Others are just like, just tell me what to do. Like, okay, fine. Just do it, you know, right. Um, right. And so, so it's kind of best of both worlds. What's interesting about the book is you really get into so much of preserving your mind, preserving your immune system, preserving your bowel and bladder function. We're talking very thorough. It's, it's exciting yeah. to be able to have something like this to reference all of the questions that we might have. Yeah. So that, I mean, that's, that's why the book ended up to be yeah. so long. You know, the first part is really all the kind of theoretical going through all the 11 aging pathways, what we can do to kind of slow down the sands of time. But then I know specific people beyond just the living longer is kind of the health span piece as well. Like, Wait a second. I don't want to live longer if I don't think clearly, if I'm breaking my bones or whatever. Right. So, you know, so yeah, so that's, you know, became part three, which is you know, preserving our bones, bowels, 
circulation, our hair, hearing, hormone balance, immune function, cognitive, our, our mind, our muscles, our sex life, our skin, teeth, vision, finally, our dignity and death have chapters on each. For people who just like care about the cosmetic stuff, like, or some of the symptomatic stuff, like, you know, cooling hot flashes or, uh, you know, shrinking prostates or something, there's specific food specific um, beyond just the kind of living longer for people, you know, dealing with some of these issues. Or if in their family, you know, they had age-related hearing loss or something, you know, what can we do to prevent that? Both, uh, you know, kind of the traditional medical approaches, right? So, so, you know, in the skin chapter, I talk about pros and cons of Botox and fillers and all that stuff. And then, so, you know, look, I mean, just because I tend to favor, you know, kind of diet and lifestyle approaches as kind of the first line, you know, other people may want to just kind of jump to, you know, various procedures or pills. And so I want people to just do it with fully informed consent that they know these are the pros and cons. Um, and talk about, you know, some of the limitations of diet and lifestyle approaches, but um, certainly something at least to to give a try. You don't know how good you're going to feel until you uh, give it a try. That's true. We are talking with Dr. Michael Greger about his brand new book, How Not to Age, The Scientific Approach to Getting Healthier as You Get Older. It sounds like functional medicine is your key. The problem with functional medical docs is often they are I'm selling supplements, this bevy of supplements, which they themselves profit off of, kind of they get kickbacks from these supplement companies. And then you're always left wondering, wait a second, are they promoting this because they really think it's going to help me? Or it's because this is how they're going to get their next BMW. Right, right. I'm always a little, yeah, unfortunately, I I see too much of that in the functional medical space. Now, I'm not saying all functional medicine medicine doctors do that, but that's kind of certainly the stereotype. And certainly there are. Um, some supplements that uh, that I do recommend taking, but you know, don't accept any money from any companies. And look, I don't even receive a penny from any of my books. All proceeds from all my books are donated directly to charity. I just want everyone to enjoy the longest, healthiest life. What a great thing that you are doing! Uh, it's it's such a fascinating book, and you cover so much. And it does really seem that the big thing to pay attention to is diet and lifestyle. That's it. That's it. That's the good news. We have the power. (laughs) I love that. We have the power. Now, how do we find you on social media? How can we find out more details about all of this intense research? So all my work is free at nutritionfacts.org. If you're interested in the book, you can go to your local public library or bookseller. Thank you so much. We are talking with Dr. Michael Greger, the brand new book, How Not to Age. Really appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. Keep up the good work. You've been listening to Food Talk for Health with Tonia King. Thanks for joining us. Eat well to be well.